Thank you for listening to the sermon podcast of the Potter's House in Virginia Beach. church with a worldwide vision for winning souls, making disciples, and planting churches. We're a Pentecostal church affiliated with the Christian Fellowship Ministries. We hope you enjoy today's sermon. It's good to be with you tonight. I want to once uh, again take a a moment to thank uh, my pastor for the opportunity. I was looking forward to being in my my casual clothes because Wednesday night is our Bible study night. But here I am with you all tonight, and so just a great privilege to be with you. If you'll turn to Matthew chapter 10, we're going to go there in the Word of God. How many people like to be smart, like to be wise? Wisdom. Wisdom this evening is very important to you and I. Wednesday night, we're here with the church. And in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus gives us some revelation when it comes to wisdom. You see, over the years, I've seen many people struggle or lack the ability to maneuver human relations because of lack of wisdom. In my life, I have said things that I shouldn't have said, whether that be in marriage that be with a new convert, that be with a fellow um, person that was in the ministry, or, you know, you name it, I've made those mistakes. But Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 10, we're going to read one verse of scripture tonight, verse number 16. Because you and I, tonight, we have to be wise as serpents. Because the enemy is looking to devour you and I. So anything that you do for God, you have to understand that you need to have godly wisdom. Proverbs says the beginning of knowledge, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And so we're going to look at this tonight. One verse of scripture, Matthew chapter 10, verse number 16. As soon as I find it, I will, that's nine. It's like I get up here and I, I, I go blind. All right, verse number 16. See, I want to read it because if I say something wrong, we were on YouTube, right? Because then someone called me out. Pastor, look at Bobby read a scripture and it wasn't right. That's all right. We're going to have some fun tonight. Amen. You can loosen up tonight. It's okay. Let's read it. Behold, I send you out as sheep amongst wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Let's pray this evening. Father, we thank you. God, to be here on a Wednesday night, God, we could be anywhere. We could be on our couch, chilling in our comfy PJs, but we're here because we love you. We love people, and we need you to help us tonight. Give us a revelation of the importance to be wise, to know when to say things and when to just walk away. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood that was shed for us. 
We thank you. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, all God's people said, amen. I got to turn this sideways so I can see it. Sorry. Praise God. Let's look at the reality of opposition. If you want to do anything for God tonight, you're going to be opposed. When you take that first step, you give your life to Jesus, you know, that right there, you've enlisted into the battle tonight. And see, in this verse of text, Jesus is preparing his workers for their mission. We know you uh, have it out there in the foyer on, on, the, on the wall there, you know. Our mission is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Most people believe that's just a pastor's job, but it's not. Once you give your life to Jesus, you get saved, you are enlisted. You have a mission to win the world for Christ. You see, people will resist you and I. Verse 16, we are sheep in the midst of wolves. They will try to consume you. Your opposition will want to uh, consume you. The demonic tonight will move people and energize people to come against you and I. That's where wisdom comes in. Wisdom tonight is what helps us. Verse 16, we have to pay special attention tonight of the situations that we are in. We have to walk wisely and with some common sense, Colossians 4 and verse number 5. The Bible says, walk in wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time or the message. Use your heads as you live and you work amongst those on the outside. You see, wisdom tonight will make your life easier. Whether that be in marriage, that be with your children, that be with your pastor, or those that you're working with or at work. See, wisdom tonight is what helps you and I to deal with people. You see, tonight we have to ask ourselves, what are we trying to achieve when it comes to wisdom? Because too often people think wisdom is looking something up on Google. That's not wisdom tonight. Wisdom is hearing the voice of God. When you are in a situation and you don't know what to do, that God can speak to you and you can make that right decision. But can I tell you tonight, you're going to make some wrong decisions. How many people have failed in here tonight? That's right. We've all failed. That's one of the biggest myths as a Christian is that we're perfect. We're not perfect. We are flawed individuals. See, we are, as Paul says, we are renewing our salvation each and every day. We have to work for it. But see, as we work towards that common goal, that mission of winning souls for Christ, we gain wisdom. Or at least you should gain some wisdom. You see, there is only one way, Jesus says in our, in our scripture, of how to approach life. We have to fight. You see, we have to get in there and do battle. You see, the struggles in life is where you and I do battles in life. When you and I 
have opportunities. And maybe we have said the wrong things tonight. Those are the things where the opposition would want to take us out. But we continue to seek out God. I want to move on and I want to talk about the strategies of wisdom. Jesus in our text gives us a strategy for wisdom. He says, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. You see a snake... Especially here in the South, you know, we have a lot of snakes that can't harm you. You know, they, they bite you. They could, you know, kill you in a matter of min, uh, minutes. So that is the tenacity that you and I have to have. You have to understand that the things in life, what you see is what you have to be in life. But a dove is harmless. You could correlate this to being inoffensive to somebody you see if you've ever been on outreach you've ever been on outreach and you know i've i've made this mistake of being too uh too confrontational you might say you know you guys have heard me say that you know someone's not responding you know they don't want to hear what you've got to say well okay then just you know Go to hell. That's not wise. You know, I did that. I took the, you know, I, I took the, you know, I think I have, a biz, I have a business card, but I took the flyer and I literally did this. And, and this wasn't here. It was, we were out of town. And I was like, okay, then go to hell. At the time, I thought I was doing something big. I, I was cocky. I was like, oh, I did. Look what I did. Look what I did. But you know, looking back on that about a decade later, that was dumb. Because I wonder if that person saw me do that and thinks every Christian's like that. Have you ever done something like that? Have you ever made something like that? We've all done stuff like that. If you haven't, then you need to get into the fight. Because that's where you're going to face things like that. Harmless as doves where we're on outreach and we're telling people about Jesus, we're trying to win them, we're trying to allow God to move on them. But yet we do something like that, and that right there ruins our whole entire testimony. But see, it also says be wise as serpents. Know what sort of maneuver that you need to, you need to make. You see, a snake knows how to pick fights. Sometimes a snake would avoid trouble than strike. Most people are motivated by egos. We are very prideful people who lack wisdom. So this evening, as we continue on, ask yourself, am I a wise Christian? Because that's the question that you have to ask yourself. Because sometimes you just have to move on for the greater good. You see, oftentimes, you see pastors, they have to maneuver through people's own lack of wisdom. You and I, we create problems for headship. We love people. 
Our pastor loves people, but sometimes we can make it very difficult on his life. 1 Corinthians uh, 3 and verse number 2, the Apostle Paul says these words. I don't have it down, so I've got to look at the screen. I think I'll pull it up. I can find it real quick. You got it? All right, so Paul says, I fed you with milk and not with solid food, for until now you were not able to receive it, and even now you are still not able. Sometimes that's our words. As I said just a few minutes ago, you know, on that outreach in Greensboro, you know, my, my words, that was, that was not solid, you know? That was me just fleshing out, you know? And so that's what Jesus is saying that, you know, we have to be, we have to be wise with what we say, you know? Sometimes we just need to be quiet. We need God to work on our behalf. You may need to talk to God rather than spout off at the mouth. You see, ultimately, wisdom or the lack thereof is a heart issue tonight. It's something within you and I this evening. Something that we desperately need God to help us with. You see, I can't help you tonight. I can't, you know, say, hey, brother, here's wisdom. You know, I can't text it to you. I, I, can't, I can't do that. You can't do the same thing for me. But the thing is, this evening, if you and I, if we're going to continue to live for God, we're continue to see all that God has for our life, we have to understand that it's an important to be a wise person. See, our egos this evening, our pride is the biggest killer of wisdom tonight. The world this evening, when you make a decision for God, they are not going to understand your decision. In 2016, um, actually I'll back up to 2013, uh, we were at a Chandler Bible Conference Friday night. Um, most of you probably see me, I take a lot of notes. And back then I had a notepad. So I had a big old notepad, you know, just re- jotting notes down. And that night, Pastor Campbell ministered on, the co- on common men, you know, use, common men being used by God. And so I had a half a page of notes. You know, that's all I had because I was just like, man, I was fixated on that message because God spoke to me. And, you know, it was like, I want you to preach the gospel. And see, I still had almost three years left on my army contract, you know. I was doing that army thing. I was wise, you know. I was earning good money. I was earning a good living. You know, I, that's all I had known for almost nine years. I was very scared to step away from that. You know, I didn't trust myself. But when I heard that, I came back and talked to my pastor. And he said, praise God. What are you going to do about it? And I said, I'm going to get out of the military and I'm going to pursue that call. And for the next two and a half years, I didn't think that was very wise. But God put people in my chain of command that encouraged me. When I said, I'm going to trust God. I had no plan. had no idea what we were going to do. We had no idea we were going to go to Georgia until probably it was uh, 
probably about a, um, four months before conference uh, that we had made up our minds to go to Georgia. And, but I had no idea. But I didn't think it was wise. But you know what? The moment I made that decision and I kept telling myself over the months, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You know, the words that I spoke, ultimately, that was a wise decision. Because I know if I would have stayed in the military, I probably wouldn't have served God very long. Because I probably would, got, would have gotten moved uh, from here and I would have been somewhere else. But you see, I wonder if I would have said, you know what? Yeah, man, I, I, I need to stick with it. Where I would have been today. Because wisdom, because back then I didn't think it was wise. Now I look back almost eight years later and that was the best decision that I ever made. For me. Not, I'm, I'm not saying it's yours or whatever. There's other folks in here, you know, military-wise and whatever. But for, but for me, it was wisdom. You know, I had counsel wisdom brought down the chain of command, you know, so per se. Hey there, Sermon Podcast listeners. This is Pastor Adam back with you again. Wanted to just take a second here to thank you once again for listening to this sermon podcast. We've had an explosive rate of growth and listenership for the past few weeks, and we hope that you appreciate these daily sermons to encourage you and help you. I just want to share a couple of ratings that we've gotten in the Apple Podcast application. Clint B. writes a five-star review. He said, I am so grateful for our fellowship. Thank you. This podcast, very helpful through the day. Uh, Bobby Sanford from North Carolina said, inspiring. Awesome to hear sermons that are encouraging and inspiring to the church. Uh, We could really use your help to add a couple more of these very helpful reviews. Uh, These do help us to get the word out about this podcast I want you to know that we have a truly worldwide impact with this podcast from the United States to the UK, Australia, Ireland, Germany, New Zealand, South Africa, Netherlands, Canada, Romania, Afghanistan, Namibia, Vietnam, Switzerland, Kenya, India, Russia, Hong Kong, Ghana, Uganda, Guam, Meritus, Brazil, Puerto Rico, Mexico, Zambia, Japan, Jamaica, Malaysia, Israel, Ukraine. The list goes on and on of nations that are listening to these sermons. So we just want to say thank you for listening. Make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure that you're sharing these when you hear a good one. And please, if you haven't done so already, make sure you leave a five-star rating and a review of what you like about this podcast. Thank you again for listening, and back to the rest of the sermon. But you see, it was a heart issue of mine. That I knew that to pursue the will of God, it was going to take me coaching myself, you know? And we went to Georgia from here in 16, and yeah, for six months, I was, it was, it was, it was, it was not good, you know? Unemployed, you're, you're surviving on $236 a week, you know, coming out of the military, that's nothing, I mean... It was beans and rice and rice and beans for sure. 
So I didn't feel really, really wise. But you know what? God took care of us. Yeah, we lived in a small apartment. Some of you all were there. You know, our car, we, we never kept anything in our van. That's how behind we were on our, on our van payment. We never kept anything in the van because if they came and repoed the van, we had all of our belongings. That's real life, people. But you know what? Today, God has been great to us. We've been able to bless. We've been able to, to give. And we've been able to do things that no, I would have never thought we could have done when I came to the altar 10 years ago. Almost 11 now, you know, in a small storefront church right over here by REA. You know, I've told you that, you know, Jeremiah's dad was the one that prayed, prayed with me, Jeremiah and Sarah's dad, you know. But see, through those years, I can have reference points where I received wise counsel. Let me ask you tonight, can you, one, receive wise counsel or give it tonight? Because that's the question we have to ask ourselves. Let's close really quickly and let's look at the greatest need. The greatest need in life is not talent, it's not money, but it's wisdom. It's being able to understand when you are in a situation, how to react to that situation. You see, there's multitude of areas this evening where we lack wisdom. One, it can be money. We can be unwise when it comes to money. See, money is not evil this evening. The world will want you to think that money is evil, but the Bible says that the love of money is the root of all evil. It's okay to have nice things. It's okay to make a good living, have a successful career. Those things are okay. But you see, are you wise with your resources, as I said in the uh, offering this evening? Another area is our time. Boy, I'm an expert at wasting time, right? That's me right tonight, wasting time, you know? I am, I'm a, I am a expert of that. Probably gold badge, you know? Three oak leaf clusters for those old NCOs. You know, <laughs> RCOM three Oakley clusters. But you see, last fall, I, um, I enrolled myself in this master's program. And honestly, I just wanted something to do. I really didn't have a goal. I was like, you know what? I've been out for almost four years and I have these benefits I've never used. I need to do something. And so I'm, you know, I had this old application at, at a university and, you know, it was for a bachelor's degree. And so I redid it to do a master's program, you know. But since I've been doing these classes, you know, I've been getting a little bit of wisdom. But the wisdom is that I understand now why our fellowship doesn't push seminary. Because the stuff that we're reading in a book, I've experienced all of that. As a disciple, praying for the sick, 
seen God do miracles. You know, so it's funny that people, and what I'm seeing is in my classes is I'm seeing people are constantly searching for the next certificate, the next certificate. To be this, they want to be this. Their wisdom is in the textbook, is on the piece of paper. Tonight, I'm not attacking education. It's very good. We should be. Love all teachers. I wanted to be a teacher about five years ago. But I ended up not doing that. But tonight, sometimes you just got to say, God... I'll do whatever you want me to do. That's the wisest decision you can make. The world's not going to understand that. Your unsaved coworkers are not going to understand that. But can I tell you that God will see that you fulfill that in his timing. His timing is perfect, right? That's what the Bible says. His timing is perfect. Ecclesiastes 3 says there's a time for everything. And so wisdom tonight, through all of our foolishness, through all of our lack of experience tonight, maybe you're new this evening. God can use your life. God can give you wisdom beyond what you think you can do. What to say. I'm fearful. I don't know what to say. God will give you those words. How many of us have been on an outreach and you're like, where did that come from? I can't remember John 3.16, but I'm, but I'm quoting, you know, Genesis 37 or whatever. But then you step away from the door and you're like, what did I say? That's God's wisdom right there. That's the Holy Spirit giving you and I wisdom. I want to close with two quick uh, scriptures. James 1 and verse number 5. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. Have you asked God for wisdom tonight? Because I know there's people this evening that God has brought into your church, our church, because we're just a branch of this church. You all, you all are the tree trunk. We are a branch, you know? I don't ever say people, my church, because it's not my church. It's God's church. It's your church. We, Sanford, is a branch of Spring Lake. I make sure people understand that. Because there is wisdom when it comes to knowing you're connected to your mother church. And then I want to close this evening with Proverbs 2, verses 1 through 4. Proverbs 2, 1 through 4. Proverbs chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. My son... If you receive my words and treasure my commands within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding. If you seek 
her as silver and search for hidden treasures. See, wisdom, godly wisdom tonight is a treasure this evening. It is something that you and I, when we leave out of these four walls, when we do life in our workplaces, in our schools, uh, at home, we have to be that wise like a serpent, but then that softness of a dove. But see, wisdom, correlate your words with being a wise believer tonight. That's what Jesus is telling us. I'm sending you out. The wolves are out there. And boy, are they ever eating people up right now. The whole year, everything that we've, we've gone through this whole year has ravaged believers. But you see, tonight, God wants you and I to be wise. And he'll give you that wisdom if you'll ask for it, as Proverbs chapter 2 just said. Let's bow our heads tonight. Amen. Praise God this evening. I didn't want to take up too much of your time. I didn't really set a clock this evening, but praise God. Wisdom, being wise as a serpent. Our enemy tonight, the devil, roars. He roars out there. But you know what? Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, is still there. And this evening, I don't know everyone tonight. I know we've got a lot of the core of the church here, but I don't know everyone this evening. So maybe you're, tonight you're here, you're not saved. You don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, the the Bible says. So if you don't know Jesus this evening, we want to give you an opportunity to receive him as your personal Lord and Savior. We're all sinners. The Bible says that we're all born into sin. We we deserve death for that, that sin this evening. But Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, came... He lived, he walked this earth, then he was crucified on that cross. But then he rose on that third day. We're going to celebrate Easter here in just a couple of, or about a week from now. We'll celebrate Easter, the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. He loves you and I tonight. That's why he died for us. But unless you have that relationship with him, You won't make it into heaven tonight. The Bible tells you and I that in John chapter 3. Lest a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of heaven. That's not Bobby saying that. That is the word of God. Maybe that's you tonight. Raise your hand if you're not saved and you want to get saved. You want to give your life to Jesus. Anyone at all. Very well then. Maybe you're a backslider tonight. You're away from God. You once you lived your life for Jesus... But you know what? Life happens. We become unwise. We chase after the wind. We chase after worldly things. And maybe that's you. You want to give your life back to Jesus. You want to rededicate your heart. I ask you to raise your hand right where you're at. Right where you're at. Give you first opportunity at the altar this evening. Very well then. I want to change the order of the service, and I want to speak to the church. It's 
It's very important, church, that you and I understand that we have to have a posture that we understand when the enemy is trying to infiltrate our defenses. And see, when we pray, when we ask God to help us be wise, that is what we're doing. We're, we are putting up defensive positions. Because it's very important because if we allow our defenses to fall, then the enemy can come right in and take your joy, your peace, anything that he's given you. So this evening, as we open these altars tonight, what area in your life do you need wisdom, godly wisdom? Not human intellect, not anything that the world would give you, but what God would give you and I tonight. I'm going to open up the altar this evening for you. You can come and pray tonight. I'm going to speak to those that are on the, the live stream tonight. Maybe you raised your hand this evening. I want to pray with you tonight. Just say, Lord Jesus, I admit that I'm a sinner. And I believe that you died and rose on the third day. I'm asking you to come into my heart to make me a new creation. Lord, help me to live for you all the days of my life. Thank you, Father for saving my soul. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer tonight, we encourage you, make an altar right there where you're at in your home. Um, there should be some information on the screen. Uh, get in contact with the church here. They would love to help you to live for God. Now I want you to take these next couple of minutes, talk to God, tell Him what's on your heart. Tell Him the areas that you struggle in. Maybe it's money. Maybe it's your attitude. Maybe it's your words tonight. Maybe it's a relationship that you need to reconcile with someone. God is able to give you that wisdom. And as you do that tonight, as we're praying here this evening, we're going to sing out a song. Amen. We thank you again for listening. Do you want to receive updates from our church in your inbox? Make sure to sign up at our website, vbph.org. If this message has been a blessing to you, would you consider supporting our ministry with a generous donation? Please visit our website at vbph.org and scroll down to find the Give button at the bottom of the page. We would be so grateful for your support. Until next time, love God and love people. Oh,